Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Rob. We're always trying to do a better job for the listeners of Rob as a podcast. Something that you've asked for for a while is for a calendar of when all of our live podcasts are going to be. Now you can add the schedule to your Google calendar. Go to Rob slash calendar to add the live podcast schedule to your calendar for free. And it was a great week on the podcast. Tons of great stuff around Survivor and Amazing Race. And don't miss our interview with Sandra Talking the traders here on RHAP, we know reality TV. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Drag Race Recap here on Reality TV Rehap Ups. I'm your host, Leona Boris, and we are here to talk about All Stars Season 7, All Winners Baby, Episode 5. And never fear, Mother is back to take care. <laughs> uh, Beth and Amon did a fabulous job, of course, while I was away. It was enjoyable listening to them just being like, wow, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> don't worry, I'm back. I'm here, and we're going to go through everything from this super fun episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. So first, let me welcome in the two people who held the ship down while I was away. First, a man who is still not in the Big Brother house, Amon Adwin. Amon, how are you? Yep, still here. Still here. Still here. here. <laughs> this isn't enough proof. He's still, still here. here. <laughs> it is June 12th, 11, yep. 12 a.m. Yep. And I am still here. Uh, do we need to get you a newspaper with a date on it that you could like hold up? <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, here's the thing. Like people all, all week long were like, I'm still not buying it. I feel like this was pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. So I just leaned into that. And I was like, I love this pre-recorded uh, video that we put together. It was really Of course, great. none of these pens are working, which <laughs> only makes it. There we go. All right. June Come on, we could have just 12, charged you to write this with a future date, though. 11, 12 a.m. June 12th. Okay. Oh, oh, you can't. See. There you go. There June we go. Okay. 12, 11, right. 12 a.m. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Just- and I enjoy Drag Race, which I watched on June 10th at whatever time, 3 a.m. in the morning. It was so fun. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I'm excited to talk about the episode today on June 12th, 11, 12 a.m. And it probably will get released tomorrow, June 13th, at whatever time that mm-hmm. Scott St. Pierre puts it out. Mm-hmm. My favorite part about this is clearly like if Amon and all of us were pre-recording all of this, mm-hmm. that means we would have had to have early access to all of the drag race content. Right. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine? <sighs> Look, yeah, they, they pull out all Screeners. the stops for us. <laughs> it's an elaborate ruse, people. That's yeah. all this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, you heard her voice. It's the wonderful Beth Dixon. Beth, how are you doing? I'm doing well, and I know that this was last week's episode, but in my head, every Mm -hmm. time I've, like, stubbed a toe or done something, you know, a little clumsy this week, in my head, I could just hear Jinx going, Jesus Christ, like, when her ear falls off. So uh, that's just been my general mood this week. Uh, But this episode was a lot of fun, and I can't wait to break it down. Okay, fabulous. Yes, uh, we have a lot to talk about. We get us uh, a challenge that we've never had before, which was very exciting. You know, I think even though you could say, oh, maybe there's elements of some of the other challenges in here, this really did feel like genuinely unique. And so mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to hear both of your thoughts on everything. Um, I just want to sort of close up a few things from last week because one, I was not here. Um, I echo a lot of the feelings of, of Beth and Amon from their conversation from last week. The one uh, thing that was interesting was, so both there was the decision last week to block uh, Monet from the Mm -hmm. Viv. But then in this episode, we get a little bit of a follow-up to that where the Viv actually says, well, I would have blocked Jinx if she was available to be blocked. Mm -hmm. And I thought, one, I totally understand that decision. But please, dear God, don't say that out loud. There's there's so much of this kumbaya with this tribe of like queens that are have come on here and have just been like, you know what? We're just going to be very transparent and supportive of each other because there's no threat of going home. You keep some of that to yourself. Like even Monet, who's trying to be strategic, is still mm-hmm. making like rookie social strategy mistakes. The Viv, I'm just sitting there. I'm like Vivian. Uh, Girls, stifle that. Let's just keep that to ourselves. Right. I mean, especially because we know the outcome of this episode where Jinx wins <laughs> and block Viv. So it's like, are we surprised here, Mon? No, not at all. I'm uh, I'm shocked that she went ahead and uh, was so honest this time around. Uh, but I, girl, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Like, I mean, it's, I don't know what they do over there in the UK, but. Nah, we handle things over here. You want to be as covert as possible. But she's like, yeah. just let the cat out of the bag. And the reality shows are a little bit different. So, <laughs> you know, more public voting, all that kind of stuff. So maybe I can yeah. I can excuse the the mistake. But yeah, it was very surprising. And then, of course, you know, to see a payoff here was mm-hmm. an extra like added. Oh, of course, you shouldn't have done that because we got to see immediately the ramifications of that decision. Yeah. I had thought that she would get blocked if Monet won. Uh-huh. Um, and had she not said anything, I don't know if Jinx would have blocked her or not. Um, because I do think that the Vivian is starting to warm up and we're starting to really see 
um, her. And we'll get into this, but I also felt like she was a serious contender to win this week. And Mm -hmm. I really think that Jinx sees a lot of what she brings to the table in the Vivian and vice versa. And so there is this sense of, I think quite a few people, she would have won the previous week. She would have gotten that star, like Mm -hmm. probably would have blocked her anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if it really mattered that Jinx was the one, but still, I don't know. A little budding rivalry. (laughs) Bull strategy, Cotton. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little bit of a budding rivalry between the two. I think we're seeing both of them recognize each other's strengths and that that infringes upon one another. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how this goes throughout the rest of the season. But let's get into the main challenge this week. Let's talk about it all. So this week, the queens were tasked with inspiring the children with their charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent to write and deliver an uplifting commencement speech. Mm-hmm. And knowing that Nikki Glazer and Carson are going to be the ones to workshop it, which I think also mm-hmm. helps to set the tone that, oh, this is supposed to be funny, right? Because you're not going to bring in Nikki Glazer if it's not supposed to be funny. Yeah, you just yeah. bring in Nancy Pelosi. Oh, oh wait. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, zing, 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 Beth, zing. <laughs> Come for the insider trading. Okay, so Aman, uh, what did you think overall about this the this challenge? This is something we've never seen before. I, I mean, I I enjoyed it a lot. I um I'm, I am always a big fan of uh, self improvement things. I uh, like to consider myself a bit of a budding self improvement connoisseur. Okay, mm. so um. Graduation speeches, books, uh, words of advice, counsel with friends, that kind of stuff is kind of like my shtick. Um, So I was very pleased to see that they were going to uh, give us the drag race representation of that. And I felt like it was an interesting way to bridge, you know, a little bit of um, uh, some good, healthy advice and talking about the uh, the queens giving them the chance to talk about their past but also mm-hmm. also you know always inject that humor into it kind of reminded me of all star six when they did the you know the whole round table talk and each uh panel had a a topic that they had to discuss um but they also had to keep it light and keep it funny uh, but this one was a little bit more of an individualistic approach where they had to draw things off of their own lives and it's always uh great to get to hear things about the queens um in their lives because i feel like Yes, this this show does sort of prey on that a lot of the time, especially when Rue was doing his little walk around and the whole like plastic tear, I'm your mama now, Ugh, all that stuff. It does tend to happen on the show, but at least this time around, the queens sort of get a more of a more control of their narrative, and we get mm-hmm. to learn a bit more about them. Like I've never known that Jinx got hit by a freaking truck or car, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, like, in Amsterdam, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So I was happy to hear all that stuff. Am I the only one who would wish that she had gone with the condom story? <laughs> I want to know more. <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, getting hit by a car that obviously there's trauma and such, but, um, let's, let's talk about the condom being lost. What's going on there, Jinx? Yeah. I, I like how the more universal story was getting hit by a car. <laughs> I hope. I, I mean, I don't look. I don't know about like uh, this group, but I'll tell you one that I'm much more in danger of than the other. Okay, so, like, and it's not the car. But yeah, no, that was definitely. Uh, yeah, that was definitely a choice. Well, Beth, what about you? What did you think? 
I loved this challenge. I, I agree with Amon that there, there was some aspects of either the roundtable slash DragCon panel kind of feeling like you have to relate current or, or like mm-hmm. your experiences to something that's going to be entertaining to a group so that you have that aspect. But there's also like slight aspects of like kind of like the roast in in the right. sense that it's just you at a podium giving essentially a speech um, or a rehearsed set of something that you've written beforehand. Um, and I, some of them did have kind of roast aspects to it. Like I, you could argue that the Vivian's character was kind of like a roast in a, in a certain, uh, certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like all those things because I've loved the drag con panels or the round table discussion challenges in the past. And I've really liked roasts in the past because normally they're really good and really bad at the same time. But this group, I felt like everybody really delivered and I was having a really hard time figuring out who were my real top two. I would argue that I don't agree with this top two, but we can get into that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that was the thing for me was because maybe, you know, maybe it's because this is the first time that we've seen it, but we saw a couple different interpretations of totally. what this challenge was asking. I mean, obviously Raja's was extremely different from anybody else's. The Viv chose a character, right? Or you can look at someone like Monet, which felt sort of like the most maybe authentic or Jada's perhaps. Mm-hmm. Even Shay to a certain extent was like, I'm just going to play the popular kid who's always been pop. Like it was still a character to a certain extent. So I also had a really hard time determining who I thought really fulfilled the challenge because I think you could interpret it in so many different ways as we saw the queens do. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was a fun element because it does bring in a lot of creativity. It's the first time we've ever seen it. It's the first time they've ever seen it. So they don't have any sort of blueprint to work off of. And seeing literally top tier queens be given something like this was really just truly a joy to watch. And I did feel like every speech really had some element of like upliftingness you know to inspire yeah. the the children's so i enjoyed it i thought overall it was really fun um the you know the added twist here is that monet the person who got blocked gets to choose the speaking order which i thought was interesting and it was interesting also to give it to monet the person who you know self-proclaimed the most strategic so i, I don't and know the most petty what well, and the most petty, yes, self <laughs> the most petty. I I don't know. I thought you know, looking at the the order, do you mm-hmm. feel like she really utilized her power to the the most potential? Um, I mean, I think the the jinx placement. Yeah, you're putting you're putting someone there that's gonna, not going to be it's going to be towards the end, but not quite the end, and way out of the uh, the front. So I understand some of the reasoning here. Um, and hoping that you know. Uh, uh, the Vivian will flop by being last. But this challenge to me didn't really feel like the order really mattered that much. Mm. Like there are some other challenges where everything is just so much more flowing that it feels like the order actually matters. But mm-hmm. this one just felt so individualistic that mm-hmm. it really felt like everyone was getting their own little spotlight here. Like there wasn't, this wasn't like the Rusical where like, Someone gets five minutes and the other person gets one minute. Mm. They have to make mm-hmm. it happen. They have to make it work. Everyone gets the same amount of time. Um, and I feel like also having Nikki, and not that, you know, having a guest judge there is any different type of way or anything, but I just feel like having Nikki and Carson there that directly worked with each one of these queens, they're all, they all have an individual 
experience with each one of the queens. So I just felt like the order, who, who gives a shit, really? Mm-hmm. Like, if I were Monet, I'd be like, look, where do y'all want to go? I don't really care. I'm play- I'm just going to focus on writing this shit. I mean, if I were Monet, that's probably what I would want to do because... I mean, hers is funny. I won't shave Monet too much, but I'm just saying, the order didn't give, it didn't give a damn. Okay. It doesn't matter. That's it's interesting point. because when I was thinking about like, when I graduated from college, we had three speakers and the third speaker was like supposed to be like the biggest speaker. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it yeah. was Supreme court justice, Sonia Sotomayor who had come and spoke and I, everyone's like preparing for the Supreme court justice to come mm-hmm. speak. And she got completely overshadowed by the first speaker and like it and his uh it was reverend peter gomes from harvard university who had come and he was like a a personal friend of our president and he was like a poet and religious studies and such and he gave what i consider to be the best speech i've ever heard in my entire life um to the point where i as a 21 year old went home and downloaded the speech so that i could refer to it for the rest of my life it oh my was gosh. that good the second speaker was okay sonia sotomayor gets up there and this is not at all what her speech was but it just reminded me of like this is like when i think back it was basically like isn't it crazy i'm a judge like that's how it came across like yeah. after hearing all these like incredibly inspirational words from Reverend Peter Gomes. And it was just so funny to me. So like when I was thinking about the order, I was like, you know, Monet has really set herself up because if you can really nail it as the first person in something like giving a speech, people are just going to be comparing your speech to everybody else's. Mm -hmm. So you better nail it. So I actually think what she should have done is if she didn't feel super, super, which I'm going to put out there, I actually think she was one of the best ones. So I'm not actually shading her at all. But in terms of strategy, if she didn't know if she would be the absolute best, I would have put somebody you think, like I would have put Vivian first. I Mm. would have put the person you're trying to be pettiest to, make them open it because everybody's going to be going back to that first speech and going, Mm -hmm. "Mm, it wasn't as good as that one. Or we already heard something and go from there. Um, I felt like she did do what she thought was the shadiest thing, which is put Vivian after Jinx. But if anything, I feel like Vivian's the kind of person who's a super competitive and B so like Jinx that all it did was like fuel her to be even more like in character over the mm-hmm. top, that kind of thing. So I don't know if it was the best decision for her, but I understand the strategy of what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's start talking about these. We kick things off with Monet, as you mentioned, is Mm -hmm. the first queen to go. And, you know, her sort of workshop narrative was like, it's great, it's sassy, but you got to put that inspiration in there. And I think that by the time she got to the actual speech, I think that she had listened to the feedback and had been able to really have a good mix of humor as well as the sort of inspirational side of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I did enjoy Monet's. I think that she, um, uh, I mean, I feel like she has so much pressure to be funny because of this whole thing between mm-hmm. her and uh, Bob the Drag Queen. And I think that Monet is very funny. I do. I think that, um, I think that she knows how to tell a joke. I think, I mean, and a lot of her, a lot of her peers, a lot of her sisters are always giving her compliments on, uh, oh, Monet. Like I've been watching a lot of the, uh, the, the preseason, mm. you know, how they do the whole press tour thing where they go yes. to every fucking magazine imaginable and <laughs> play all sorts of games. And the queens are always uh, talking about how Monet's comedic timing is like none other. Um, I feel like 
I feel like the real challenge of this, um, besides making RuPaul laugh, of course, was to understand the balance of how much sentimentality do I put in here? How mm-hmm. much comedy do I put in here? How do I mesh the two? And I feel like maybe Monet's was just a touch too formulaic. Mm-hmm. Maybe it just didn't come off as free flowing as one would have hoped, but I still think that she did the job. Like if this were a regular ass season, she'd probably be closer towards the top, you know, mm-hmm. and not just safe. Okay. I will tell you the moment that her hair pick fell out. Yeah. And she didn't react. <laughs> and she didn't have a thing to do. It was just. Yeah. A, yeah. Yes. I was like, ah, this is the difference between, I, I get it's not an improv challenge, but the difference between Jinx reaction that we just saw last week that was like, oh, I'm sorry, you'll have to speak up when she lost. Yeah. Like that freaking sent me. And yeah. I was, I was expecting something like just some, some if she had also gone, Jesus Christ, I would have. <laughs> because <laughs> after especially what i just said in the beginning of this podcast like i've lit oh gosh that would have been so funny but i agree i think that's the difference between when we talked uh last week amon and myself about the difference between her and bob like mm-hmm. bob would have said something like right. bob would have right. made a comment about it and been like like even my hair pick can't wait to get out of this school or something right. like exactly. that yeah, you know what i mean exactly. like it would have been quick um and i and i think that the pressure of going first made it like I've just got to get through this rather mm-hmm. than like living in the moment. Even if it were something as freaking corny as like, oh, because it's a she dropped her hair pick, like you know, life knocks you down. Just pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> just something, yeah, something, something yeah. that could have been really corny or something would have been great. Like RuPaul would have died at that. Yeah, definitely. I kind of felt like if you, I went back and I watched everybody's. And I do think that in the way that we were, again, it's not an improv challenge and this was obviously pre-written, but in the way that we felt like Jinx was like, had all these pre-planned jokes Mm. or shaded last week, it came across as like, I have, here is a joke, laugh. Here is a joke, laugh. Hold for applause. Hold for applause. Actually, it would have been even funnier if she had written that into her speech. Like, if she just had played that up, that she clearly had all these, like, and, uh, like, the football team, (laughs) hold for applause. Or hold for laughter. Um, or, you know, whatever the case that might've been a little bit better. I, but when I went back and I actually watched it, she had more jokes in her speech than most other people Mm -hmm. did. Um, and I honestly think that's why I felt like she did so well is because she did make it about giving a speech, but it was like, if it was just a comedy speech, I think that she was missing the inspirational portion a little bit more than everybody else. Cause I remember thinking, Shay went after her and I was like, mm-hmm. Shay was good, but I think Monet was better. Yeah. And then when I watched it again, I was like, Shay had more of the inspirational portion, was able to yeah. balance it a little bit better, but Monet had more jokes. See, this was, is what yeah. I'm, yeah, this is what I'm saying where it comes down to how you interpret the yeah. the objective, right, yeah. of this and that there's so many different ways and you could talk to anybody and have a completely different top two, mm-hmm. right? Of like, oh, well, I actually thought that this was better because, you know, I didn't want, I got enough inspiration. Like, I don't need the show to, like, you know, completely inspire me. Like, it was good, but, you know, like, the funny part was what I really craved. Totally. Whereas, yeah, with Shay's, um, she definitely has, you know, much more of the inspiration. You even see it when she does her walkthrough that she's, you know, gets very emotional when she's telling her story. And you can tell that she's injected so much of her her experience, even though it is, you know, somewhat of a character like into her speech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that it's playing up. This is like one of the few episodes I've been like, oh, I actually really liked Untucked because I felt like it really related to the content of the challenge mm. that we got to see. So we got to see our the queens in Untucked really talk about or some, some of them talk about like who they were in high school. And that gives you a sense of like even more so what they're drawing from in order to to make these speeches. And Shay had one of those like, hey, I just had to be unapologetically myself after I saw like, why would I live a mm-hmm. safe life when I could live a true life or an authentic life? And so being able to like turn that and be like, yeah, I was really popular and like be like that dream version of herself, which like yeah. had it all in addition to like be- being the fierce individual that she was in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was what makes it so much more powerful too, is when you get that backstory. Well, and I think, well, that was kind of Shay's whole thing that was that like, by the end, it was you are the cool kid as long as one person believes in you and that one person can be yourself. Right. That like, that's really all it takes. And how do you define a cool kid? I don't know if I believe all that. (laughs) (laughs) It's inspirational, Amon. It's not supposed to be true. God. (laughs) Yeah. Who has ever given a true graduation speech? They're like, you can do anything you set your mind to. I was like, that's not always true. Like it's true sometimes, but that's why it's like a, like a newsworthy thing. Um, so Bo Burnham released outtakes to inside on his YouTube. And one of them is like this inspirational thing. It's like, you can only be yourself. And if that doesn't work, be somebody else. Cause you could be really boring. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's like an uh, like years ago, Katya was like, never change unless who you are is a horrible person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like, but it's all about like, you need to realize what your strengths and weaknesses are. And then also like, where are you literally a shit person at? And like, change that. Like, sometimes you do need to change, like, mm-hmm. period. Okay. Well, anyway, we're perfect and obviously don't need to change. So oh, yeah. let's continue to critique these. Questions. Hashtag K hey Pride. Let's be yourself, yeah. but also change. Yeah. All right. Well, Amon, what did you think of Shay's? I, I did like Shay's. I did. Um, I, I've always sort of resonated with that, uh, with that mantra of, um, you know, it's the whole freaking Lady Gaga thing. There could be a hundred people in the room. <laughs> And as long as negative one person thinks that you're great, like that whole thing has always been uh, something that I've tried to live my life by. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that, yeah, I think that she leaned a little bit more into the sentimentality of it all and the, in the life advicey part of it all, um, which, yeah, it's not going to be as lively and as zesty as some of her peers that are coming out drunk or falling over or dropping cards. Um, but I do think that it's true to who Shay is. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me a lot of sort of like the roast challenge that they did in season nine. I feel like Shay was very put together. Even her mm-hmm. roasts were sort of like very like they weren't cutting. They were just mm-hmm. sort of like, I'm going to roast you guys because I'm Shay and I I just love me. I love being Shay. Like, you know what I mean? So um, I, I definitely uh, think that she was a little bit on the weaker end. But, I mean, it's just kind of hard to judge these because they're all so good. They're all giving us great yeah. advice. Yeah. They're all telling us to be great people and to go out in the world and follow our dreams. And then I have to <laughs> sit here and tell them that they sucked at doing so. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's the thing. Is like we all recognize that they all did a really great job, right? Okay, so, yeah. like, no one's taking that away. We, unfortunately, because this is a competition, like, you do end yeah. up having to nitpick because we mm-hmm. have to, you know, choose the top two or, you know, make our decision or whatever. So... It was also very clear that they, this like as a general thing, that they had clearly packed for what they thought mm. was going to be a cap and gown ball, like, or like mm. runway, I mean. Mm-hmm. And 
I have to say Shay's was like my absolute favorite look of coming up with this yeah. like graduation yeah, uh, gown, little, but like uh, was really structured around the breast area. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so beautiful. And I just sat there half the time being like, I don't even care what she's saying. Cause she looks so damn good right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I felt like Shay's overall was kind of forgettable. Like once we got, there was two Queens who I felt like were forgettable and hers was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like, when I went back and I listened, I was like, Oh yeah, it wasn't bad. It just didn't stand out like some of the other Queens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that what Aman brings up is, is true for me too. Okay. Well, let's move on to Trinity. Um, Beth, was she the other forgettable queen or no? No. Oh, okay. So wow. she was not forgettable, but I don't think, she, I think that she's, clearly in the bottom like if you had to do it a, a like a, a scale mm-hmm. like i didn't i didn't really care for trinity's because her big moment was like opening up her rope like that was it and i couldn't like i i just felt like it was just kind of like it, it was fine in in a normal season if it was that speech versus most others i'm sure she would have been towards the top or mm-hmm. right but like again i just felt like all winners like i didn't really get anything that was too inspirational, too funny, too gag worthy out of her when other people were better at being any of those categories. So <laughs> this is why I've never really been a Trinity the Tuck fan. Now, don't get me wrong. I have come around to really enjoying Trinity as a queen. I really mm-hmm. do. I think that she has exquisite taste. I think that she is probably one of the most well-put-together queens that has been on the show, period. I think that her win... I'm one of the people that are in the minority when I say that Trinity should have just beaten Monet, and Monet did not need to win All-Stars 4. Yes, it would have caused an uproar in the fandom. of like, oh my God, four white queens in a row. This is some bullshit. I get it, but a win is a win is a win. Trinity was a winner back in All-Stars 4. But... With that being said, when it comes to comedy and Trinity the Tuck, I have never really, really seen it. And I think that this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. When she kept winning all of those, uh, those, like, those improv and comedy challenges throughout season nine and, and All-Stars 4, I was like, RuPaul, why? Like, I'm not, I'm not getting it. I don't, I, I chuckle. I giggle, maybe, you know? But am I guffawing? Am I smiling from ear to ear in, to, in, in comparison to some of these other queens? No, not really. And once again, I'm not trying to like go in on Trinity because she delivered a very powerful message. They all did. And I really, I, you know, I, I, I'd never known that about her. I didn't know that she never got a chance to finish school because she had to take care of her family. That's mm-hmm. admirable. Um, and I'm, uh, that, that sucks that she had to do that. And I, I feel for her. But I'm, mm-hmm. And I'm glad that she was able to still find success. That's wonderful. Um, but yeah, I think I feel like she didn't really know how to make it as funny as I wanted it to be. And mm. it just it just reminded me so much of when she would win and I'd be like, what is going on here? Am I missing something? <laughs> like, I honestly think Trinity relies on her accent in order to win comedy challenges. Like yeah. everything sounds funny in her like Alabama accent. Yeah. Like that's what it is. When the whole the when she won the challenge show for the tucking thing, and I was no. like, ridiculous. What is going on? Is it just because she made a song with that accent? She just all she did was list the instructions. 
You know, I'm just like... <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I think the times that she's won Snatch Game were founded. Um, I mean, even though she didn't really change her voice at all for Leslie Jordan this past time. I mean, she did. She was quick and she came up with responses and such. And that's the yeah. name of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, I agree with you, Aman. I am also somebody who doesn't always see, like, I can see, I guess, why people would think that she's funny. But in this situation, I just, I felt like everything kind of fell flat. I think I was probably the highest then um, hearing the two of you on on Trinity. I I felt like also part of it is I, this is so stupid, but I like seeing when queens take feedback and improve. So like the fact that she improved the hooked on phonics joke is like, good for you, Trinity. That was fun. Yeah, but I didn't even think it was funny. Like, it, oh, I thought it was funny. I think hooked like, on phonics. Like the hooked on phonics thing was fun. I love that she was like, I really was a kid that was hooked on phonics. Yeah. Like when she said that in the the like walkthrough with mm-hmm. Nikki Glazer and Carson, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's funny because you're trying to explain it and you're being genuine. Yeah. But when it was staged up and maybe it's because I already knew it was coming. Yeah. But when sure. she was like from me, 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 I was like, yeah, I get it. You're, you're saying me like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, again, I could probably be in the minority there. <laughs> well, look, I, I, well, yeah, go ahead, Amon. I, you know, I, look, I, Trinity, like, like I said, I have, I've grown to really, really a, a appreciate her as a queen. And I do think that she has funny moments. I think that she has a proclivity for humor, but I think that this, um, this, I, the, for it to be one of her overarching narratives throughout her tenure on Drag Race. Sure, like, that's like, what she's known for kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I'm like, don't do this because now every single time that your ass gets up there and tries to be funny, I'm going to have to be extra critical now because <laughs> the producers are telling me that you're funny. Come on now. Yeah, <laughs> um, the the one last thing I'll say about Trinity's is actually the the biggest qualm I had was sort of the order. It felt like she mm-hmm. was doing more inspirational stuff first and then sort of closed with jokes. And I was like, let's flip that around because yeah. I just yeah. felt like yeah, that, that didn't true, work. Yeah. So to me, that was like my biggest critique of, of yeah. hers. But otherwise, yeah, I thought it was fine. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, let's talk about Rajas. 
So Rajas was obviously the most uh, conceptual, mm-hmm. the most mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. She, you know, mm-hmm. we hear from the beginning that she's going to do, she's like, I get this vision of this religious leader, this cult leader, this wizard lady. And, you know, she like fully embraces that and goes forward with this. Beth, how do you think this worked? I, Okay. Y'all know I've been asking for a Raja win for weeks now. So in that sense, I'm happy she got a star. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just don't get it. Um, And clearly RuPaul was in love with it. And we all all know this is RuPaul's show. So whatever Mm -hmm. RuPaul finds funny is going to happen, right? But as a concept, I felt like she didn't go deep enough. If you're going to be a cult leader, like... Tell them things that they need to be doing and not conceptually speaking. If you're talking about the ebb and flow, okay, great. Now tell them, okay, in order to achieve ebb and flow, I need you to do these things for me. Like, and she never really arrived at the point where she felt like a cult leader. She just felt like Professor Trelawney going up and speaking nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, which Come on, is, that's, yeah, it's like that's what she was going to do. <laughs> fine. But she, specifically multiple times talked about wanting to be a cult leader right Mm -hmm. and i just felt like the point of a cult leader is to gain the trust of people and then tell them to do things and there wasn't any directive there um so i felt like she just had a like a weird character but it didn't really get to what she was doing and i felt like she could have gone a lot farther with it now that Mm -hmm. said I'm happy that it was really different from everybody else. Mm. I thought that she looked really fun and amazing. And she has this like ability to like really open up her eyes wide and kind of do that kind of thing. And that's kind of cool and fun, but I don't think it was top two worthy myself. Um, but again, uh, the other hand, I'm just happy she has a star. So I, I will stop complaining mm-hmm. about that. I liked it. I am. Um, I, I, um, I think your point, Beth. I didn't really think about it that way. Uh, I sort of just when she when she started mentioning wanting to be a cult leader, I thought uh, if, to me it just sort of felt like the general aura that she was trying to go for. But I think mm-hmm. that's I, I I like that though. I think I think if she had injected a bit more of that in there, like if she had like some sort of poster that had like a link to her cash up in Venmo and all yes. that yeah. stuff, or, like join the Church of Raja, that would have definitely taken it over the edge and elevated it. So I agree with you. Um, but I I mean I, I look. RuPaul is so he's such a fan of like humor and nihilism okay he's a big (laughs) fan of just like nothing in life really matters don't take it too seriously we're all Mm -hmm. gonna die like he's very much that and Raja gave very much that he just regurgitated it back at Ru um a bunch of cliches um and nihilismisms um (laughs) and uh yeah I think that that was sort of the name of the game here um so uh, yeah, I I appreciated what she had to say. I I, I do think that maybe she could have t- taken it a touch further. I do think that we got shots of RuPaul laughing his ass off, which he always does. But then when you see Nikki Glazer also laughing her ass off, I'm like, ooh, is it that funny? But um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I I I think I I did agree with the top two placement for Raja. Mm. I so I I echo of course I think that Raja had been you guys mentioned this last week in that like kind of third place slot uh for a number of weeks and yeah. so yes I am happy that she ultimately you know got a star here I think at first when it started because it was in such like dark contrast to everybody else's I was like 
is this working? I don't <laughs> think this is working. But then as we went along more and more, I was like, okay, I think this is working, but it just, it like took too long for me to get into it. And then mm-hmm. I totally agree, Beth. I wanted more cult, not enough cult <laughs> for me. Give me more cult. Exactly. I mean, I think the jokes were there, right? That it was like grasp every moment, fuck a lot, pay your taxes, be kind and good to people, especially those that have money. But, you know, also to other people, because you never know when there's a camera there like that. Yeah. I mean, that like that all that stuff's all really funny and it's all really good. And again, like she took a very unique approach to the challenge. I think maybe just because it was like a little bit of a warm up to get there. And that might be just because it was sandwiched between, you know, sort of like yeah. more traditional uh, approaches to to the challenge but i you know whatever i think i would have enough a hard enough time picking my top two if i had to pick i maybe wouldn't have put raja up there but i'm not i'm not upset about it it's it's ironic that i literally probably would have put her third or fourth when that's where she's been this entire season and i've been no. complaining about it so i'm like i probably would have part of the third problem. or fourth and then You're i'm like yeah, I, I have like yeah, the calls coming from inside the house back. exactly like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The line about if you shoot for the moon, you'll end among the stars. Yes, you'll incinerate, but the star, like, yes, stars. No. <laughs> that, that, I appreciate Stars, that. baby I like stars. That. I also really like the, we're all gonna die. Mm-hmm. Like, just the way she said that was really good. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, again, like, one of the things that we think about with cults is, like, this, like, mass, like, we're all gonna take this medicine at the same time at this, mm-hmm. like, lunar event and, like, die but be among Drink the stars the like, yeah exactly like, i wish that sneakers. she could have capitalized on that joke a little bit more yeah. like if like the whole point that she kind of starts that off with we're all gonna die and then make it about okay these are the things we need to do before our collective deaths or something like that like mm-hmm. would have been yeah, exactly and just been like and if you want your test tube of you know life elixir come and see me in the back i don't know something ridiculous <laughs> cool um, yeah, yeah the cool life elixir. Elixir. oh my god <laughs> but i don't know i just life elixir shit. yeah really <laughs> Uh, like we could all use some. Should we start a cult? I kind of love. Would you guys join? Oh my god! Yeah. If Sign we started a cult, what kind of cult would you guys want? It. What kind of cult content would you want? <laughs> cult content. Do you want to die tomorrow? Do you want to die you the day some, like, after? Like, oh god. like this, you're what gonna die. lunar event are we all gonna like come together? We just guys. missed the lunar eclipse, eclipse slash blood moon. So mm. let's figure out what the next one is. Okay, yeah, what flavor? Kool Aid. <laughs> What flavor Kool-Aid did Paul in the house? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's uh, get away from this before we actually <laughs> decide to start a cult. Uh, let's talk about Jada. Um, so, you know, she opens with the degrees from Drag U and Trump University, which was funny to hear a Drag U joke and to have RuPaul laugh at it. Like, okay. And connect it to Trump University, which is oh, the, well, yeah, that too. I thought was hysterical. <laughs> like, both are failed... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, like that to me was the only memorable thing in my opinion jada was the weakest person of mm. the challenge um mm. i literally i've seen it twice and i still couldn't tell you what else happened in her speech <laughs> well the the she had the line that was i'm and i'm sure you're all very proud of me like that was one of her jokes and then she also had the um uh you're all alive because it'd be awkward if you weren't her whole yeah, speech was about, about turning 30 and feeling like she had missed her chance at success, but no matter how old you get, mm-hmm. you can still find it, which right. 
you know, as the general thesis is fine. Yeah. I don't think she did the worst. We're getting to who I think, unfortunately, did the worst. <laughs> but um, I think she was definitely on the lower end as well. I I, I do agree mm-hmm. with you there. Um, mm-hmm. I did, however, like the callback, of course, to the look over there. I feel like Jade is one of the only ones that can be that self-referential and you never get tired of it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, it hasn't been beaten into the ground, right? Yeah, that's true. We Yeah. If yeah. Monet had come out in a sponge gown, I oh, would have been like, no. That would have been the end. That would just <laughs> suspend the no elimination uh, yeah. rule for send her home. and send her home. Send her right on back to Bob. Okay? She's blocked from here on out. She doesn't get <laughs> another star. Just put her out. <laughs> All of her stars have to be given to which is so interesting, by the way. This is sort of like the opposite of what I thought was going to happen. I thought people were going to be stealing stars, but now people are giving stars. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have got a lot to talk about with that as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about Evie. Amon, I'm gonna make a guess here. No, not your favorite. I thought it started off so fun. She was, I thought, I thought she actually fell. Same, like those damn tall ass heels. I I was like, your ankles are gonna like. Don't you have like a degenerative disease, Evie? Like you can't be doing this. Like (laughs) calm down. Um, and then it sort of just tapered off. I don't Mm. know. I just. Because what was her speech about? It was about, you know, failure. Uh, the failure. gift of failure. Mm-hmm. Well? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I couldn't disagree more here, Amon. No, I, don't, I, I would say it was a complete fail. I'm, I'm certainly, I'm, I'm, I'm hamming it up. But I, yeah, I do course. think, mm-hmm. I, I just, I just feel like it, it didn't really land for me. Mm. I just felt like it all started off with, you know, thanks for signing a check, RuPaul. And I couldn't do a Whoopi Goldberg impression, yada, yada, yada. But then, I don't know. I just I just needed more. Maybe I'm being a little bit more self-critical because I'm rooting for her hardcore and I want her to win. Um, but I don't know. I just felt like it just, it didn't give me my zhuzh. It didn't hmm. give me. I kind of felt like hers was stronger because she went after Jada. Jada was so like, I'm amazing, blah, 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 blah. And then she comes out and was like, okay, but we all need to fail in order to succeed. And I, and I think that she probably had the strongest inspirational portion of the speech. Mm -hmm. I agree that kind of lost some of the jokes after a little while, Mm -hmm. but in the sense that what Liana was talking about earlier about doing jokes first, inspirational second, like flipping um, the order. I thought that she kind of nailed it. I actually felt like she was one of the stronger people in terms of I could hear that speech at a commencement and be good to go. Like Mm -hmm. I couldn't hear Jada's speech at a commencement. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, it would be amazing if I heard Raj's at a commencement, but there's no way anybody would approve that speech. So like, I just, to me, I kind of felt like if you're going for realism, I felt like Evie was probably my favorite in terms of realism. Um, I laughed. I, the hypermobility of her and flexibility of her, like her ankles and such was just like even better. I wish she had had like something on oh the way gosh. back. Maybe that she didn't fall, but like just like a dramatic like back bend as she sat down or something mm-hmm. ridiculous. But I, I really think that um, I, I felt like this was a strong week for Evie because we're used to seeing her be so confident in being 
like a quote unquote outsider or being in her own place. And then to find something that is universal for everybody that she can say, I'm successful because I've learned from my mistakes. I thought that was really kind of powerful, especially like coming from her in particular, I think. Mm -hmm. I think if, if the goal is to give a inspirational speech to a, a diverse group of people, the gift of failure is a pretty good message to go with, right? Because all of us are going to fail, yeah. okay? And the the flipping it into the successes or my successes are the fruits of my failures, love mm-hmm. that, right? And then to give her own examples, right? Of the whole, I would never know that I was so good at lip syncing until I realized I was so bad at Whoopi Goldberg, right? Was Those little book. elements. And it was it was throughout her entire speech, like from the moment that she falls which is a failure to go to the podium it's literally woven throughout the entire speech Mm -hmm. that part i think she did really well what are the Mm -hmm. more you know most memorable jokes it was mostly like self-deprecating humor the moment of silence for rupaul at the beginning that kind of stuff but is not like oh my god ha 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 this is like the funniest but in terms of the inspirational piece i think that she really nailed that and i think that for that reason i would probably i probably lumped like jada Shay, Trinity, Monet, and Evie, all in sort of similar styles, right? Because Raja was was yeah. super unique, Jinx's was super unique, and the Viz was super unique. Yeah. So the other five, I kind of put all together. Of those five, I I don't know. I think she was probably one of the strongest, but but because of the inspirational stuff, not necessarily because of the humor. Yeah. No. I think I was craving the humor for all of the queens. Which that's is fair. fair. Also, yeah, exactly. But that's part of the interpretation of the challenge, right? Is that like yeah. if you want more of the lighthearted humor stuff, then totally she didn't do as well in that. Yeah. Okay, we have two really unique ones to talk about left. <laughs> so let's go with Jinx. Two ideas, hit by a car, lost condom. We went with the car. Mm-hmm. So I will yes. say, okay, so I'm I'm excited to hear your thoughts. But when she first walked out with the like witch's costume. Because she was kind of ragging on Raja for doing a conceptual character. And she came out wearing like the witches at the wrong school. I was like, mm-hmm. did you just like steal this idea? Because, what? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But it clearly Monica. was because of this runway prompt that they got. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, like, exactly. Nobody, was, nobody like, was Yeah, exactly. So she was trapped in it. But it's one of those things that makes you wonder, okay, Raja clearly knew what her outfit was going to be. And that helped inform what kind of speech she was going to write. And Jinx mm-hmm. did that kind of for the beginning. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, because she had to figure out a way to tie it in. <laughs> like, how do you like walk out in a witch's hat and be like, yeah. everything's normal? <laughs> I think uh, what made Jinx's so strong was one of the tenets of comedy repetition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she had that general premise of getting hit by the car, and then she was able to keep circling back to it. Like, at least th- three times in the in the speech um, and still was able to hold all of it together with addressing your trauma. So I think mm-hmm. just both comedy wise and uh, inspirational wise, it melded the two perfectly. I mean, as soon as she was done, I was like, all right, well, there goes Jinx getting another star. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I kind of felt like yeah, it was strong. It was fine. Um, I don't think it was as good as like some of the other concepts. Um, I felt like Evie had a better inspirational concept than Jinx did. 
I felt like for me, I just kind of predict and look, don't get me wrong. I am a huge Jinx fan. She's who I'm like rooting for. It's like her and Monet are my top two people that I'm rooting for in the season. But I got everything I figured I was going to get from Jinx. Like, there wasn't anything that was too funny for me. Like, the repetition of getting hit by a car, I just didn't find that funny myself. Um, I was like, okay. Oh, I got hit by a car. It does sound rather painful. I mean, like, however you want to address your trauma (laughs) is your business. But I was like, damn. (laughs) You're spying out of alignment and shit. You can't, like, wears her clothes. Like, damn. Like. Like true stories. My brother, uh, my brother was a cross country runner and in high school, um, he was running for practice and they were running around town and he and another person were running across the street, like where there was a crosswalk and it was at a blind corner for a driver and a truck accelerated out of stopping and hit both of them. And then, but like not hard because it was just accelerating Uh, and they both fell and immediately got up and continued running and the truck was like, so it literally was a hit and run because they were just but like, well, we got to keep running. Ran. But they ran. <laughs> um, and for years, we've always joked about that being like a legitimate hit and run mm-hmm. and how they're like, you know, what that, I mean, the one kid ended up having a concussion, which was a little, you know, but that was like Hilarious. little things like that. But yeah, it's so funny. funny. But like, I don't know, like, it's just, I I don't know if I just thought personally it was as funny to be like, and, and like, because they're gonna as soon as they want, like, hit you with a car and leave you for. I was like, I, I get it. Like, you've now said this a couple times, so I just didn't think it was as strong comedically as I expect out of Jinx, especially with how strong she was like last week and during the snatch game. I felt like this was relatively weak for her. Um, I, I it's it's interesting because I actually kind of agree and I saw a lot of praise for hers and I was like, am I being overly critical because I have high expectations because she's been so good? So I like sort of had to check myself of like, is it or is it just like, oh, maybe this isn't isn't clicking with me. I think what didn't click with me, I, I think she's a fantastic storyteller. Yeah. To, okay. This is gonna I don't I don't know how this is gonna come across. This was not necessarily inspirational to me. I 100% agree with her thesis statement, which is that we can't forgive our past until we give ourselves time to face it. Mm-hmm. And that the body remembers trauma, even if the mind suppresses it. 100% agree. Biggest fan of therapy. Totally agree. But that doesn't get me going. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, let's go deal with my trauma. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Happy I, graduation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hey, you know those four years of like trauma that you've had in college? Like, you should probably deal with that before you go into the real world. Like, yeah. that's not what I want to hear. I don't want to hear that. Like, can we just pretend that everything's okay for graduation gap, day. Gap and I'll like, speech. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, if she had related it to the trauma of being in school, that actually probably would have made it better. And like, because then it's like, it makes sense as a theme yeah, for people graduating. It's but it's still not inspirational, yeah. regardless. I think of how you slice it. Again, important message. Don't get me wrong. Very, very, very important message. But if you think about like inspirational speeches, yeah. No. Or like if she had, <laughs> Not for if, me. She, if she really wanted to use it, maybe then just, you know, do like a bit of a before and after. Like, this is my life before addressing my trauma. Now, mm. this is my life after mm-hmm. addressing my trauma. Mm-hmm. So many opportunities have opened up for me. I've been able to do this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. At least then you would have some sort of like, what's the moral of the story here? Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I, yeah, I, I didn't think about it 
um, that way. But I, I can definitely see as far as like, I mean, if, as far as the comedy is concerned, I think she, she, she did a good job. She's always going to do mm-hmm. a, a fairly decent job at comedy. The inspirational. Yeah. Maybe not the strongest message. The nigga and I, was Rogers and they loved that one too. I just like, look, the name of the game. We always know if you can make that bitch laugh, yep. that's all you need to do. Yep. And, and, you know, it, it, like, look, don't take it too seriously. Don't take the challenges so seriously and you will get a good grade. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Always yeah. will. Yeah. Always okay. Will. It's always just about make RuPaul laugh. Yep. Let's close things out with the Viv who mm-hmm. does, if Raja did a character, the Viv was in character the whole time. And actually, I will say, I'm happy that they mentioned it when they were going over each of the queens, the judges, because I did see her in the back and they kept showing her from time to time. I was like, oh, this is really funny. And this would be a big distraction. You know, when a, a background character steals the show, I felt like that was for Viv because she's got her like dress hiked up. She's like leaning back. Like how how are your eyes like not drawn to that? She's drinking a martini. She's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Like there were so many elements to it. That's the thing. Like in theater, they'll tell you don't upstage, don't steal focus, those kind of things. Just be a part of the background. Be a mm-hmm. part of like the get people imagining what's going on and make them a part of what's going on. Right. No, no, no. The name of the game on RuPaul's Drag Race is always upstage the other people. I don't give a shit. You need to stand out and be noticeable. And Mm -hmm. that's what she did. She did it better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now her actual speech, right? Like, obviously hilarious. She plays into the whole character. Um... The I I love what was the one joke that was like you know so and so finished top of their class Trinity finished on top of her professor like that was yeah. unexpected and really funny yeah um and you know of course she's got the big finale where she falls over um comedy challenge nailed it like roast also she had the roast elements that were pretty strong in there nailed it mm-hmm. I laughed I didn't really feel inspired <laughs> I I felt inspired to get a drink. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I don't care that it's 9 a.m. and I'm watching this on Saturday morning. Let me go yeah, get a mimosa. I mean, she was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell you guys a story about my sobriety. You all were exactly right. Everyone that said that I was going to be a shit drunk ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. That's what I am. <laughs> that's what I am. Um, I was like, OK, well. What else? <laughs> yeah. But I do think that the characterization of it all was great. I echo what the both of you said. I think that she did a fantastic job. Um, and I, I like Nikki, what Nikki had to say about like, oh, you, you know, you want to make sure that you are able to still hold the audience's attention because sometimes people, like drunk people, they ramble and mm-hmm. you don't want to listen to that. But I think that she, the drunk voice, all the characterization was very, very well done. The Vivian's very talented. She's, mm-hmm. she's very, very talented at that kind of stuff. Um, uh, but I, I agree with with Michelle had to say at the end. It was like, I really was so engrossed in what was she was going to say next because even her, like her very voice was sort of like intoxicating. Like I felt mm-hmm. like I was getting drunk with her. Like I felt like I had to do extra work to understand what she was saying, even though I didn't have to do extra work to understand what she was saying. Um, so yeah, it was a it it was fun. I had a mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun watching it. But yeah, I guess the the inspirational part of it was sort of lacking. Yeah, it was also it's one of those things where you're. 
again, we don't have a rubric of like, what are they looking for in particular, right? Because if you wanted all jokes, no inspiration, Vivian was in the top two. If you wanted all inspiration, very limited jokes, Evie's in the top two. Um, so in my weird world, they were my top two because they <laughs> were so complimentary of each other. <laughs> like it was the opposite. Yeah, like they're the yin and yang, you know? Yeah, yeah it's um, like that final two speech that Tyra, Tyra Banks is always getting or bottom two speech. One of you has what the other one needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like, okay, so the top two ends up being Jinx and Raja. Because they arguably blended the two the best together of comedy and inspiration. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. From from the judges' perspectives. I don't know. I felt like this was so hard to figure out who the top two are. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see if we can use the runways to kind of factor in to, uh, to a decision mm-hmm. here. Let's quickly go through the different looks. So the runway theme this week was Veiled It, which I thought was pretty funny. It would have been amazing if Nicole Byer had been. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I know. Thing. <laughs> I know. We need our Nailed It queen. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about Monet's look first, um, which, you know, a uh, veil? Yes? No. It's a cage. The veil was taken away in the very beginning, oh, right. which that's was right. understandable. Right. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I wish that she had made it so it was just you pull back as if like you're just exposing part of the cage, but then like mm-hmm. there's like a, a long train around or something like that. But everything else about this, I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with this dress. It looks so good on her. The colors are beautiful. Everything looks so good. But the veil portion is, uh, again, what? Yeah. It's not called I Know Why the Veiled Bird Sings, okay? Come on! <laughs> and because it's feathers, too. It's so <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I did sort of, you know, do a cock my head at the, uh, the, uh, the image of that chain cage, whatever the fuck. But I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it was just her interpretation of veil, so yeah, whatever. Um, and her makeup looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, like stu- stu- stunning. Okay. Uh, okay. So Shay's. Okay. So a little bit of tea on Shay Coulee's. So I was on Reddit this morning, as one does, and Shay's look is actually from a collection, the Robert One Collection, W U N. Um, and there's like a whole, a whole set of looks. Oh, okay. So. Keep that in mind as you're critiquing. Because when I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. Love letter to grandma, like obsessed. And then when I saw that, I was like, oh, so this is just a designer. I don't know. I like lost a little bit of. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) You were like, okay, how much money were you going to be? How much money was grandma spending? That is correct. My love letters from my grandmother's check for my birthday. Which is okay, which is hilarious because the designer apparently there's a quote. Um, the collection is car called Armour, and it's a tribute to my grandmother. Shay. (laughs) Shay. I mean, I'm sure it's real. And I'm sure she Shay. like, you know, she maybe modified it to to meet hers. But anyway, just want to point that little, little factoid out. Well, um, Shay. Yeah. <laughs> 
And here I was about to say, oh, yeah, my grand, her grandmother, the story of her grandmother, is so, which, which I'm sure. I mean, she's talked about her family a lot in her yeah. dad, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like we, so I'm sure there was still truth in there. Mm-hmm. It was just funny that he took it from yeah. someone else who was doing the exact same thing. I didn't, I didn't like it at first. I got to be honest. No disrespect to Shay, her grandmother, or the grandmother of the designer and the designer themselves. Um, I just didn't <laughs> like it. But I did. After a while, I was like, you know what? After I watched it for the second time, I was like, oh, I'm kind of into this whole look. It sort of like billows out. It's given mm-hmm. sort of like mysterious with the veil and everything. Like, I was like, okay, I could see like a rose garden mistress just like hovering over her flowers and just like smoke all around her. And then if you get too close, the thorns will get you this. Like, I, I'm, I see the vision. I see mm-hmm. it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. My vision for this was Beverly Hills woman decides to give up everything and move to Vermont um, <laughs> and like cultivate her own garden and like farm and mm-hmm. like, but also not actually give up her material possessions or fashion sense. Because mm-hmm. um, especially with like the long braid and then like the like strands of hair in the front, I was like, I've seen so many of those women in Vermont, like they're there. Uh, but I thought this was a unique look. I thought it was really cool. I didn't know if I really liked the huge gold bangles on the wrists. Um, mm. I didn't see how that kind of flowed with it all, but I wasn't also like too mad at that. Um, it's interesting to have a veil only really be in the front and not in the back. So I thought that was an interesting concept. Um, but overall, I thought this was a cool look. It wasn't like my top look, but it wasn't in my bottom either. Mm-hmm. I just want to touch it. It looks so soft. It does. Like, I, so I kind of want to cuddle up. Uh, I know. <laughs> All right, Trinity, <laughs> the train queen this season. Yeah, honestly, I mean, like I said, look, Trinity is always going to look great. She always knows how to find these outfits, make these up, whatever she's doing. She she knows what's going to look good on her and what works on her. The veil is a little. I mean, you have more train than veil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, which I guess is usually always the case, but in a veil challenge like is the loop the veil because she's got the like fascinator bit no that's part of the fascinator like this is what okay this is exactly why i didn't like this for veil quote unquote Mm -hmm. it's amazing that she could drag that underneath her wig and her wig's not coming off Mm -hmm. that is incredible the point of a veil is that it's supposed to cover your face and like you can peel it back right where on the veil can she pull that in front of her face (laughs) Yeah. It would have been funny if we had seen her like try to pull the like the train is like over the veil and she tries to like 
if there was a little bit at the top that she could flip over and then do that as a reveal, so it just like bl- like comes a part of like this billowing portion, great. Mm-hmm. But if the only thing that makes it a veil is that you tucked it into the underside of like this huge bun in- of your hair, like that is not only what a veil is. Like mm-hmm. a veil is to cover your face. I mean, she looks stunning, but yeah, she looks a veil- gorgeous. A veil, it is not. <laughs> Also, I love yeah. I love that she's been wearing a lot of red and such because I don't mm. remember her wearing a lot of red. Um, but I'm now I'm kind of getting sick of it. <laughs> like, okay, well, there's another queen who's been sticking to one color despite saying that she never wears it. So. Is it the Vivian in blue? It's the Vivian in blue again. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Raja, the Vogue, but uh, voile or whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you say a uh, veil in French? Cover. So so creative, so pretty. She's just Raja is the inspiration. Raja is the moment. I wish she hadn't done stoned tights or, or like uh, mm. stockings. That's the only thing is that I wish there weren't sequins there because it's just taking away from like the amazingness at the top. Like every once in a while, like because of the lights on the stage, I'm being drawn back down to the sparkles on her legs. Mm. Um, but I. For this alone, I'm happy she's in the top two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I enjoy the concept of this as well. The only grub that I have is it just I don't know. I just wish that maybe, but then again, I don't know how she would have pulled it off. Maybe if the cover was just a little bigger, just mm. a little bit, because I feel like it sometimes it just sort of has the tendency to just look like some weird ass piece of paper, just like <laughs> being it kind dragged. of folded. A little yeah. bit also. Yeah. yeah. So I, if it I was just a, a touch more structured, but I mean, just the the, the creativity of mm-hmm. putting yourself on the cover alone is just great. Uh, she kept saying, she said it at least twice. She was like, oh yeah, um, voile is veil in French. You see what I did there? And I'm like, you spelled veil in French? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> was there some sort of like inside joke? Am I, am I missing something? Like, Well, I like the idea that it's like supposed to be Vogue, right? But mm-hmm. like, I assume because of whatever, you know, copyright, all of those oh, issues. So she turned it into, okay. that's why her head is blocking. Oh, oh. I don't know. That was mine. Yeah. I might be giving her too much credit. Okay. okay. I do right, wish that, that she had had more than just hashtag lady attitude in that lower oh, yeah, area. Like if there had been like another yeah. like article or something like mm-hmm. that. But also... I have never once in my life seen hashtag lady attitude and I want to start seeing it now. Lady hashtag attitude. lady attitude. Oh my God. Coming at you this week, the drivers <laughs> podcast, hashtag lady attitude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so, you know, Trinity's may not have had enough veil, uh, <laughs> but Gina, Oh, she had plenty of veil. She, she was literally veil. covered. Yeah. She, she is the veil. Yeah. She kind of looks like um with like the bodice and like the little like I don't even know if it's not technically a hoop skirt, I don't think, but the, whatever like, peplum sort of Yeah. That whole area just makes me think of like um a hair tie or something that's like tying something like bunching that's bunching together. Like I don't know, it was just really <laughs> <Inspiration is hair-tie. laughs> yeah. Yeah. the, yeah, the runway tie. is hair tie. Um this I is this what was- Gay ass dementors wear, right? <laughs> this is like, yes, we're about to go fuck up Azkaban. Let's go <laughs> fuck some souls tonight, honey. Yes. We're sucking some holes tonight or souls tonight. Let's right. go get serious <laughs> black, bitch. Hey. <laughs> oh man. Um, um. I felt like <laughs> where, um, 
Shays was just fashion, for example, like now that we know that it literally was just a designer's, um, this is drag. Like this is over the top, take a theme and, and drag it up. Um, so I, I, for that, I appreciated it, but I don't know if I really liked it all, to be honest with you. Well, Nancy Pelosi couldn't see her face. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to talk about my most absolute favorite look. <sighs> Uh, on the runway this week and that's Evie's and this is like part of the reason why it was like depending on your interpretation of the challenge I could see bumping Evie into that winner circle because of this look oh my god the moment she like does where she fans it out and steps forward I that was it it was done I was like this is my most favorite look I love the beads I love everything about this it's stunning I 100% agree. I thought everything, imagine how heavy that is as well. And the fact that she could keep it in place. Um, The big beads also being there to contrast with like the small beads that are both in the front and the back. And then I just, the kind of like hood that's also with it. Everything was just absolutely so gorgeous. Um, And I I don't know. I really felt like, and I, I know Aman doesn't agree, but I really felt like between this and how different her speech was, but also so genuine to her. Um, I kind of, I would have probably put her in the top two. Mm-hmm. I also think there would have been something like really poetic about Raja and her being in the top two, yes. because it would have been like the two queens who didn't have a star now have a star and, and- the ability to give a star away. There would have been right. something really, but you know, they obviously it's not rigged. So. to each other. All right. Seriously. Okay. I would have been iconic. Oh my God. I specifically listened when RuPaul was like, the other six queens are eligible. I was like, damn it. You can't just give it to each other. Because that would have been so smart. I would have done that. Um, Yeah. No, this is uh, stunning. Just Mm -hmm. absolutely stunning. I mean, Evie always has an interesting uh, POV on the runway at all times. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, when she walked out, I did do like a, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do wish that I had, uh, liked her, um, speech a bit more because then Mm -hmm. I would be feeling the same way that you do, Beth. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, if anything, her, her run, if this were a regular season, her runway would have, um, made her closer towards the top. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. So we, uh, have Jinx Monsoon here. I tried to capture the back where you could see the butterflies, but obviously that didn't work very well. But, uh, anyway, so here is Jinx's take on the veiled it look. Honestly, I think she's a lazy bitch. I mean, the least that she could have done was get live butterflies. Like, yeah. cause that yeah. always turns out so well, you know? I, literally didn't understand that the butterflies were supposed to be holding it up until Michelle Visage says something. And I don't know if that's really thick bitch or what (laughs) thick in the head. I'm also thick in the body, Um, (laughs) but I don't know like what it was, but I literally, I, it looked, it looked like looked it. Good job, Beth. I am thick. Um, It looked so (laughs) like, weird to me that I wasn't able just to like a understand. weird like structured crown I was like, type what? Deal. yeah and I was like mm-hmm. okay I, I, I'm I just yeah I if you know. look at it too hard that's all you will see yeah that's all I saw and then and then Michelle's like I love that the butterflies were supposed to be like lifting up her veil and I was like yeah. oh that makes more sense so I appreciated it more after the fact there I don't <laughs> I had this whole thing about how the veil is supposed to be on your face. I don't like how it looks. It just looks like a piece of fabric over her face that's a little too long. It would have been 
interesting. I don't know if it, it, I think it would have looked better if she didn't just have like some fabric just laying down. Like if she could have done something with it, I don't know. Um, I think, I mean, I mean, the centerpiece is truly the butterflies when it mm -hmm. should be the veil. I, I immediately got what it was supposed to do. There's this, um, there's an, uh, you know, just the Disney fan in me, you know, I like, 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 love this, this Winnie the Pooh movie where there's like a scene with like butterflies and they're all like the butterflies are like picking them up and everything. And it just like reminded me of that scene in that movie in my childhood. It's just like, oh my God. So I immediately got it. Uh, but yeah, I do. <laughs> I do agree that I think that that sort of takes away the attention from the veil. Maybe if like, I don't know, I'm always expecting so much of these queens when they already pay so much money for these damn looks mm -hmm. anyway. But maybe if there was like, uh, like mechanic part of this dress that like if she pulls something down the side the butterflies lift up her veil because then maybe that'll you know I had the same I, thought. that yeah. would have been iconic and absolutely would have shot this to my number one look if they yeah. had done that yeah because why are they lifting up the back it's like butterflies you're doing the wrong thing bitch yeah like, no, that's a great <laughs> point Great point. Look, they're just That's confused. They're no. underpaid, overworked. Okay, like every other person. You just nailed exactly what I think is wrong with this because I couldn't figure it out. That's exactly the veil should be lifted from the front, not the back. The butterflies need to be. She flipped that shit around. What are you doing? Uh, oh my god! Yes, just like we just want to help. <laughs> yeah, Asia. My eyes are over here. Oh. Butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's talk about the vivs again wearing blue just saying <clears throat> uh look i'm not gonna lie when she first walked out i didn't even notice the ball gag or the restraints and it took me a second and i think mm. because of that sort of reveal at least to me i was like oh oh and it was like i saw the ball gag then i saw the restraints, <laughs> and then i saw her like kind of hobbling around so it like took a second and because of that i think i liked it more than i would have if i had just seen everything from the get-go i don't like that it's the color blue it makes no sense being blue if you're gonna go which okay i'm not a member of like the kink community so like y'all can come from me if that's the to case. Say, what kind of knowledge you about to drop on us right now <laughs> um but i i kind of feel like if it had been a color that was a little more expect like a red a, a black even like a purple like a dark purple or something like that the fact that it's like i don't know like almost like a turquoise <laughs> color we were just watching the alexis turquoise. michelle thing um it probably would have i would have liked it a little bit more but i i think this is such an interesting concept i never mm -hmm. would have thought about a veil being used for something like kinky and i'm like totally here for that um literally the only thing i didn't like is that it was the color blue it could have been the lighting for me and me yeah, maybe the fact that it all is all one color but like the belts and everything and the restraints around um like her torso sort of like bunched up the fabric of the dress and it just made it look a little messy for me mm -hmm. um you don't really tend to notice it as much in these two pictures mm -hmm. um but that was like my initial thought when i saw her um come around the corner um but yeah definitely an interesting way to go i just don't know if i appreciate the execution i do love the color though just maybe more if there were like a few more highlights or something or something to just mm -hmm. differentiate it so that it doesn't look like one just big giant blob in the mm -hmm. front mm -hmm. side yeah, note if good. i had to do cuz you know they have to do the runway twice if i had mm -hmm. to do 
had to be in that ball gag for that long. Like I have anxiety about going to the dentist and having my mouth open too long. The way I would have been like, actually get me out of this. I'm like done. I, you got it the first time. We're good. Yeah. How did she get them? I guess I'm assuming one of her sisters had to help her. Cause how? how (laughs) And like tie the veil around her neck and like, yeah, yeah, so that she can still breathe. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like it was Evie. Yeah. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I could see that. Fashion is pain. Okay, great. So went through the runway, went through the Queen's performances. I, Nancy Pelosi was there. Again. Yay. Which the one takeaway, which I still say, midterm elections coming up. Make sure you register to vote. Express your voice vote. and your opinions. Vote, yes. And I think we got this in Untucked as well, where local elections matter a lot and there is a ripple effect. And to actually have like local change, those local elections matter okay not to and, only put out there that a lot of the people who were um involved in january 6th are running for local elections so, so come on young people don't please, let the olds have please this, run okay? for office but also vote for the people who are local <laughs> yes okay mm-hmm. well we get our top two this week raja and jinx and as we mentioned they both get stars but they also have the ability to give away two stars so we're going to see the results of this next week. But do you guys have any predictions of who you think is going to get a star? Mm. I think Evie's going to get a star. I, I think so. that it would be like, why would you give somebody a second star when you can just give somebody their first star and then right. everyone's on an equal playing field? I hate that because then her, it's going to get delegitimized. Mm. Oh, totally. I mean, she was she seemed to have no qualms with it. She was like, look, I will gladly be a charity. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, damn it. I just want your first one to be Earned. real like, yeah. yeah but then again someone will inevitably get an, a second star and that one isn't earned so as long as Evie sure. earns another star then she's mm-hmm. on the same plane totally. as someone else i could um, see like jada also getting one i feel like she gets along with everybody um and i feel like even though she's been doing well she hasn't been like on everybody's top radar. So I yeah. feel like they would want to award somebody. Like, do you feel like give it, being given a star is kind of a slap in the face? Yeah. I, to, to Honestly, yeah. I mean, look, if you're playing strategically, you want to give it to the person that you think is least likely to get a star, depending. There's a different strategy I want to talk about at the end. But mm. um, you, like, theoretically, you give it to the person who's underperforming. So whomever you think that is, or it could be someone who, yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter what they're good at, like whether or not they're good at the same thing as you. I think you just want to give it to the person who you feel like is least likely to get another star. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I definitely, yeah. So I, I agree. I think that I think we probably, I think we're probably right then. I think Evie definitely for sure, and I could see Jada only because I don't necessarily think that a lot of the queens expect her to be a supreme powerhouse, which mm-hmm. might be a mistake. Um, mm-hmm. obviously Jinx can't get one. Obviously Raja can't get one. I don't think the, like the Viv is not going to get one. No, Bob Shay's is not, not going to get one. Shay, Shay's not going to get one. Bob is Trying not, to, Bob, Bob is getting exposed. Or, oh, wow. Bob? Bob? I actually think Monet, <clears throat> I think Monet could get one. I think we got a lot of foreshadowing of like Monet being, talking to Trinity, talking to Raja, being like, so if you, uh, you know, get an opportunity to give me a star. Um, I, I, I think Monet like, could be one. I feel like we've seen a little bit of foreshadowing of her getting exposed for the gamer that she is. 
which ultimately led to her getting blocked. So I'm like wondering if either Raja or Jinx, I mean, I don't, I think that Jinx is pretty much onto it. Like, I mean, she caught Trinity and uh, Monet, oh, yeah. you know, they steaming. asked her to be a part of the, right. the alliance. Raja oh, right. hasn't. About all that. Raja may it. not know, and I could see Raja giving Monet a star. Um, yes. if Unless Jinx, Jinx gives is her, like, don't Jinx give it to Monet. Star, wouldn't it be, uh, it would be so hmm. gag worthy if Jinx and Raja both gave it to Evie. Evie. And Evie's got two. I don't know, honestly. It's, that would I be the, the move. I think that's, that's the move. move. I think that's the move. Because then because Evie has to get a star on her own in order for, because you just can't get two charity stars. One is no. fine. You can't get two. Why not? You know what's interesting? I was thinking about this. If you're going purely off of how well queens have been performing in this, mm-hmm. even though she's a powerhouse, Shay hasn't been delivering, like, in being in the top two. And I would argue that she's been towards the bottom in a couple of these challenges, like Snatch Game this past week and um, the Fairy Tale Court. Those three, she was not given it. And I'm kind of like... Maybe I go for who's how they're performing rather than how they could potentially perform. Okay, here's my other thought. If you just need to be in the top half, okay, you only need to beat four other queens, right. okay? So what if you decided like, okay, look, there's this other queen who's like for sure the top queen, like maybe it's Jinx, if Jinx was available to be given a star. And you just be like, I'm just going to give you all my stars. Because mm-hmm. you're definitely going to beat me anyway. So right. why would I help someone else when I could just, let me just give you every advantage because I'm definitely going to have to face off against you since you're clearly killing the competition. Mm-hmm. So let me just put everything in your basket. And then all I have to do is compete against, you know, six other queens. Yeah. So yeah, you're, so you're not trying to like necessarily compete with her because you know that she's going to beat you anyway. That's such a great point that I never even just considered. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll come to a, a watershed moment of the of the season where it's becoming obvious. Okay, well, these bitches ain't going to be there. So, yeah. yeah, well, and and that's the thing. So, like right now, we're sitting at. Um, let me pull up the Wikipedia page, but we're sitting at essentially. Um, uh, everybody has one star except for Evie, but that could obviously change next week. But then the most is two other stars. Um which do 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 let me pull everything up so i mean the differential really yeah and it's only jinx that has two stars mm-hmm. um and she can't get another one so right. that means that we're gonna have let's say evie gets one so she's got one star and then one other star is given to i don't know uh whomever monet jada whatever everyone has one star with only two queens so really if you think about it everybody's at zero except for jinx and one other person that has one yeah. star that's like exactly. not a big difference Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like worried that it's going to end in a tie that we're not going to have like a clear top four and like some weird twist is going to happen or some. Well, I have to imagine this isn't the first Everyone time somebody's going to have to give to stars. We get yeah. like another lip sync extravaganza right. to have a lip sync extravaganza. Yeah. I have to imagine this isn't the first mm-hmm. time we're going to see queens having to give out stars or maybe there will be yeah. stealing stars or something like that as we go on. I don't think it'll be every week because I feel like that gets a little too crazy, but I could feel like. All right. Uh, in two weeks from now or something, we're going to mm-hmm. give out the top, top person, whoever wins the lip sync gets to give a star out. And then it's not even equal at that point. Mm-hmm. So at, at a certain point, they're going to have to do an odd number of stars given out a week to have well. people kind of start to pull away. And that makes sense. They would want to do it towards the end, right? You want to keep as right. many people in contention for as long in the season as you can. And then 
sure. start to, to change it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's talk about the lip sync before we get out of here. So Better in Color by Lizzo. It was, uh, in my opinion, underwhelming. Oh, it was um, it was horrible. Okay. Like another reason, you know what? And the t- Evie the challenge- watch, did you like? Did you the, the the number of cuts to Evie on the sideline mm-hmm. more than Raja? It's like mm-hmm. okay. Let me just say, if everybody does pretty much equally well in a challenge, at least give us a show for the top two. <laughs> it would have been amazing to see Evie up there and like I don't know. Uh, Monet, Jada. Like, I think that somebody who could really turn it out would have been a lot of fun. But I was like, I love this song. And I felt like... It kind of felt like Raja was throwing it. But you don't really have any incentive to throw because you already got the stars. I saw her live before the pandemic. Was it in 2018 or 2019? I can't remember. But that's how she performs. That's She she was not throwing it. I don't right. think that's we have right. to remember she graduated in high school from high school in 1992. No. So it's not like she can just throw herself on the ground as much anymore. Okay. But she can she, walk. She can <laughs> walk. She can walk. <laughs> and she can drink. Because Jinx didn't throw herself on the ground either. But it was she still. can drink a, a nice glass of wine and smoke a fat yeah. blunt. And those are the things that she's best at. Mm-hmm. And lip syncing is not like what she does. Like you don't mm-hmm. go to see Raja for lip syncing. You go to see like what is she going to wear and what is she going to say. Like that is what you care about. Jinx, I like I appreciate the effort, but that was like, can you be whiter? <laughs> lip syncing to a Lizzo song. Like literally, I, I was like, no, this is. The, yeah, another it, reason it wasn't memorable at all. <laughs> another reason why you might want Jinx in the end. <laughs> if you have to Honestly, listen, well, it depends on the songs, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's really mm-hmm. like okay, the finale is going to be all Beyonce songs. Okay, let's bring Jinx. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, all right. Well, Jinx is the winner, which I think is the right decision. Yeah, but you know, uh, and as we talked about, she blocks the Viv. Uh, okay. Is there anything from Untucked that you guys want to touch on? We talked a little bit about it. We got to hear about their high school experiences. Um, I thought one thing was interesting was talking about the effect of social media not seeing failure, which is, I think, mm-hmm. what made Evie's speech like even more poignant, which, yeah. you know, they kind of addressed. I thought that was good. But yeah, it was actually felt like about the episode more so than than the other episodes, which I appreciated. Yeah. That was good. I keep forgetting to watch Untucked. So. <laughs> I'm in. You're not missing anything. <laughs> okay. Next week, I'm so excited because we are getting our girl group fantasy on in a TRL flashback style performance. Oh my god, I can't wait! I'm so excited. I like remember coming home watching TRL after school. So, to me, this is very nostalgic, very fun, and I'm excited to see what the queens are going to bring. Plus, Leland will be back. So I think that's going to be fun. And we did get a little bit of a teaser in terms of the groups. So we know that I think Raja, Monet, Shay, and Trinity Mm -hmm. are all in a group together, um, which means that, what is it? Evie, Jinx, Jada, Jada, and 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 the Viv, yeah, are going to be in their own uh, girl group. So I think that's going to be a fun breakdown. And I'm really, I'm really, really excited for next week. It's going to be crazy. And I'm here for it. I love a good girl group challenge, yo. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
Well, that does it for us this week. Thank you all for checking it out. We're having a great time. I think all of us are really enjoying the season so far. And it's just, uh, it's been a blast. One quick announcement. Um, So I did see that there is going to be Canada versus the world. So in the same way Mm -hmm. that UK versus the world, it's a six week, I think on, it's gonna be on Crave, which means I assume they're going to release it on Wild Presents Plus. I don't know the dates for that yet. I don't know if that was announced also. It just sort of like passed by me. Um, But if you're a Drag Race fan, that's going to be coming and should hopefully be a a fun time as well. Also, there are rumors, this is not confirmed, there are rumors that there will be an early outs season as well. So mm. oh boy. it'll be interesting. Oh my God. So to go from all winners to like early outs, yeah. I think will be interesting. <laughs> Wait, as the next all-star season? I think that they're doing all-stars eight and then doing an early out season. I could be wrong. All oh early God. outs could be the next All-Stars. I'm you know, sure. what would be so funny is if, okay, so you know how no one's going home, right? Because they're all mm-hmm. winners. No one's going home. Everyone should be goes like, home. Every, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like three people per episode. episode. It's a one episode. <laughs> <laughs> early outs. Early out. Still early out. Early in your out, bitch. Imagine you have like Tempest DuJour and James Mansfield and all these people and you're like, everybody here, like, arguably your run was so early and you know what we are going to have everybody fight tooth and nail to be here for this one episode you better win (laughs) hello 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 (laughs) okay awesome all right this was so fun to be back with you guys i missed you so much so we'll be here throughout the season covering it all uh beth where can people find you on social media and what do you have going on uh, you can find me at Augusta Wind 11. Um, I'm still doing hot mess moments with Dylan Zayner and our format is different and messy and lovely. And so come and check us out. Give us some topic suggestions or clips or shows that you want us to take a look at that we can cover each week. And Aman, what about you? Where can people find you on social media? What do you have going on? You can find me here. Perfect. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can f- find me on Twitter at Leona RHAP. Uh, and if you would like to support us, you can leave your star ratings and reviews for the podcast on iTunes. It's super helpful. Um, we just always appreciate it. And you can access that at robhuswebsite.com slash drag race. Also, it's sort of the beginning of the month, uh, but it's a great time to plug our Patreon program for yes. RHAP, which supports not only the main channel, but also everything that we do on wrap ups. So if you're interested in that, you can go to patreon.com slash RHAP or robhaswebsite.com slash Patreon. Um, we just had Patron Family Feud. We also did Patron Mafia. And we have Game Nights in our Discord, Patron Trivia with a Survivor Spin, and so much more. Our social calendar is always packed with a number of activities for all of the patrons. So you get what you pay for, as well as supporting all of us. So, yeah. so you love us. Anyway, <laughs> robhaswebsite.com slash Patreon to learn more about all of the patron perks and to sign up. So thank you, Scott St. Pierre, for all your help behind the scenes. And we'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.